The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi mask. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. This is where the fun begins. Hey, everybody. On YouTube, we are going live. We, we didn't plan this, but we're just going to do it. Welcome to Yes, Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. It is finally time. I didn't think we'd ever get here because, frankly, I've been, uh, I'm, I'm like one of those Snyder Cut deniers for the last two years, and now I am eating crow. It exists. And uh, listen, we've all seen it. We've all watched it. The Snyder Cut's been out for about a week, so we thought... It was time to get together, do a roundtable review, bring in our friends. So let's go ahead and start introducing everybody. My name's Craig Goldberg. Joining us as always, Abigail Gardner. What's up, y'all? Jacob Walsh. How's it going? Going well. Ryan Dole. Hey, guys. From Toy Anxiety. Yeah, that's right. I'm from Toy Anxiety. I'm over across the across the road. Across the border. Mm-hmm. The border's open. And then, of course, yeah, um, our good friend and artist extraordinaire, John Yurkeba. What's up, everybody? And John, we're going to talk a little bit about your show that is uh, debuting tomorrow. Uh, have a show? We're, we're going to talk about that later. We're going to do that later because it's Yes, Have Some Podcast, and we're back and we're ready to <coughs> roll. And I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time doing the whole rigmarole. We're just going to get into it. So here's the tale of the tape. Zack Snyder's Justice League, HBO Max, in beautiful square... Four three presentation. Um, I think the best way to do this would be to start off by doing a little bit going around. We all know what our expectations were. I think anybody who listens to Yes Have Some has been you know stayed pretty abreast of of what we thought what it was going to be, what it could be, what it might be. So I wanted to do the old. I don't. I never know if it's one to ten, A through F. How many stars are we giving it? Should we just? I I feel like I want to announce my my rating. Okay, go for it. If you got a rating? Go for it. I don't have a rating. By all means, I want to hear what I might have a letter. I I give this. Okay, so here it is. Grade. I have not enjoyed majority of the DC extended universe. I think that the best movie of all of those is probably Man of Steel. That's my favorite of all the the DC movies that have come out so far. I loathed Justice League two years ago. I think that movie. I, I thought it sucked. I thought it was disjointed. I thought it was weird. And I was not expecting much from the uh, the Snyder Cut. And after watching it, all four hours of it, I would give the Snyder Cut of Justice League a solid C plus to B minus. So something in between that. Like a 79, mm-hmm. if you remember that, which I guess is still a C plus. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I don't know, Abigail. What what were your initial? Uh, Not to echo what you just said, but literally, I was going to say it's in the like B minus to C plus territory. Maybe some parts are just like a regular C. Um, but <laughs> I was you know, my thoughts today and tonight are going to be based off of. I just watched uh, rewatched Justice League. I put it on today. Um, obviously, I watched the Snyder Cut before that, so I'm kind of going the original one. 
You watch the I watched the original Justice League with Joss Whedon's like <laughs> stuff going on inside of it. So I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't. It wasn't like a hard watch, oh, the, but I will Justice say Justice League. That was, yeah, is that what we're calling Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, I'm kind of looking at it like a comparison between those two, but like compared to other movies, it's just middle of the road. Didn't really like not super memorable or like my favorite of anything. Wait, that's the Snyder Cut. Snyder Cut, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, Jake, what what were your initial impressions of? Uh, I can't believe you made it all, through all four hours. There was bets. Now listen, there was side bets I, of the YHS universe of whether or not you were going to make it through. We're very proud of you, Jake. Hey, I watched this full thing twice. <laughs> I watched this. I watched the original. I watched the original a week before in preparation. Okay. I watched all four hours in one sitting, kind of. Let me hold on. I got to talk about this. Let's for a do second. it. Well, this is why we're this here is to a, talk about this, this is a little th- this is a relevant, but it's also maybe a little bit off topic. But this is a reason why movies should not be going straight to streaming, because I got home to watch this movie the Thursday that it was released and my fucking Internet was out. So yeah. I had to watch this movie on my iPad and I watched the first half of it uh, with like tethering my a Wi-Fi from my phone to my iPad. Oh, halfway oh through, halfway through, I ran out of data on my unlimited data plan, and then <laughs> oh, I had no. to <laughs> then I had to drive to my workplace and watch the last two hours on the TV at work. Okay, and I was so annoyed. I was so fucking annoyed. I was like, "This is why everything should. This is this is why theaters need to stay a thing." Uh, but I watched it, and then uh, I watched it again, another four hours straight through. And okay, so you've spent eight. Now, to go back, when we did our roundtable. I mean, I've basically, yeah. We did a ahead. Justice League roundtable in, like, May or June when it was first announced. And Jake was so disinterested in it that he didn't even come to that one. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said, Fuck it. Uh, and now you've taken on eight hours of Snyder. Yeah, and then I almost didn't come to this one. Yeah, a um, lot of, lot of, lot of. Uh, listen, listen. This is this is this is my short thoughts about this movie. Okay, mm-hmm. is it better that is it better than the Joss Whedon version? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are okay. there parts of it that are very enjoyable? Yeah. Um, is it better than maybe most of the other DC universe films? Sure. Is it still a very bloated, pretentious piece of shit? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, you know, 10% of it's in slow motion. A lot of people don't know that. <laughs> I'm so sick of reading that. Uh, Ryan yeah. Dole, what, let's get your initial thoughts here because now I, I'm, I'm setting, I'm teeing everybody up. Ryan, Lifelong comic fan, huge DC fan. Batman is your absolute favorite. You've been so disappointed with what's happening in the, in the the current state of DC and Warner Brothers that you didn't even watch Aquaman. You've never seen it. So, having said that, correct yet, <laughs> we're going to make you watch Aquaman. <laughs> no, what, what were your initial thoughts of this? Uh, well, I give it seven out of ten. Not for me's. <laughs> um, I, I I think Jake nailed it. I think there's a couple parts there that I think are really <clears> enjoyable. <throat> they actually have some heart, but the rest just like, no thanks, man. I would I I would have rather have watched like 
I don't know, cartoons like Smurfs or something. Okay. You know? Smurfs. I'd rather watch Not even Smurfs. DC cartoons. Just like give me Smurfs. Knowing, Smurfs. Yeah, like something to clean the palate. You know what I mean? Like it was right. just right. knowing that you need uh, to watch the Snyder Cut is a great motivator for cleaning your entire house. I'll put it that way. Because I did. Like I was man, like, I should watch that again today, but instead I cleaned the entire house. Just thinking about watching it again, like I don't know how Jake did it. Because even the, the idea of trying to watch it again. Like it's it just has me feeling funny. exhausted well, and then I should just go to bed with my depression kitty that, you know, <laughs> why isn't, why isn't this movie as good as it should be? Dude, should- I, I, the reason I had to watch it again is because it's so long and I was like, forget, I'm like, I don't even remember. Dude, you should have just not watched it every notes. 10- Dude, you should have just not watched it and then just nodded along with the rest of us. I tried to take notes, John, but I only got maybe like I was all those problems with my internet. <laughs> I just got was some notes. Me. I don't have yeah. any notes. Yeah. yeah. It's all in here, notes. folks. Uh, yep. Same here. John Yukaba. Initial thoughts. Oh my God. Um we're not Put getting the timer on. Thoughts, so here we go. You guys are all given this uh, movie like letter grades and stuff and, and like at school. To me, Zack Snyder is that kid in school who thinks it's really cool to be like a jerk to everyone and not give a crap about everything because it's cool to not care. And you and you're that teacher that's just like, I know this kid has potential. Come on. <laughs> the Snyder cut is the essay that they write where they finally seem like they're trying in the first half of it. You're just like. I feel like they're trying to do something. Are they giving effort? It's not great, but it's they're trying. <laughs> this is very funny. And then they get to the second half and you're just like, oh my God, I knew it. I knew this kid had something in him. And then they get to the end and they're just like, also, F your mom. I hate school. Go to hell, everybody. See you later. And then you're just like. Uh, so the nightmare right. sequence like, is you the, the go fuck your mom sequence. To show, yeah. You like you want to give them a grade to show like, hey, I appreciate that you tried, but then they get to the end and you're like, why why do I bother? Like mm-hmm. so you liked it. <laughs> okay. So I wanted to I wanted tutelage. to so maybe I, I don't even know how to like we're gonna we're gonna go for like just over an hour. So we're probably not gonna scratch the surface. My my initial thoughts are this. What a peculiar situation. I don't want to get into all of the the backstory because I think everybody knows it. I don't want to talk about certain elements of the fandom because for the people who are genuinely excited about this and passionate about it, I am very excited for you. For the toxic elements of the fandom that do exist, it's not even worth going into. So, But it's just, I, as I was watching all four hours of it, and there were lots of parts. I mean, Jake called me right afterwards and was like... There was a pocket in that movie for like an hour or 45 minutes where, where, where Jake, you were like, is this good? Is it great? Like there's stuff in there. But my first thought coming out of it, and I think I'm a little bit higher on it than some of you guys. So my first thought was, hey, you know what? Ben Affleck's my favorite actor. Batman's my favorite superhero. Did not love Batman versus Superman. And I've tried like five times. Really mm-hmm. let down by Justice League. I thought... A little bit better. Like this was closer to what I thought Ben Affleck as Batman could be. Right. Um, yeah. I like Jeremy Irons a lot. I like uh, as Alfred. I what? Tell me. Right. No, I was just. Oh well, no, I was just uh, you talking about how you like Batman in this, and I was just gonna say, yeah, it's very cool how Batman just hides through the entire last fight. Well, he. Oh he no, has the last to. fight. 
Dude, do you want to see my impression of he's Batman not there in the last for fight? It at all? Yeah. Oh no. No, he is. He's there, and then he's on top oh, with of a like gun. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm Batman. <laughs> Listen, he's it like... was like it was the most useless Batman I've ever seen in any rendition of anything that's ever existed. Especially, especially in a universe together. Especially in a universe where he built a suit of armor to fight Superman. Are you telling me he couldn't repair it or build another one since he, he did couldn't. it once and he was take too busy that into battle? This movie. There was no time. There was no time. <laughs> he was making those gauntlets, those absorbing gauntlets, because he's like, I want to be like Wonder Woman. So listen, what I was going to say was, <laughs> by the way, I do not come into these movies with any preconceived notions about what Superman should be or what Batman should be. If Batman yeah, we kills, can tell from your rating. If Batman <laughs> kills, whatever. If he doesn't kill, cool. Like, listen, Craig, Mike, that's not even Michael Keaton killed that's a lot like of people. Rule as number Batman. one. Of, Right, but that's the point. Like, that's that might be a yeah, good movie, and it might be some people's favorite Batman either. movies. But like, they're not. If you want to get strict, they're not good Batman movies. <laughs> if if you want to get strict, I don't want to get strict. But listen, what I was saying was <laughs> my 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 positive because I do want to get positive here because when we did our Snyder Cut trailer right. review, people weren't happy with how negative I was being, and I, I want to be that's, positive. Yeah. No, I'm just well, kidding. Fuck those I want to be positive because there's people. All right, I know. What I'm saying is, it's it's on the tin. I thought that the the ultimate sin of this movie is that the we didn't get solo movies for the other heroes, right? We didn't get fleshed out um, storylines, and that's what made Justice League the first time around so like Flash. Like I can see he's got charisma. I can see he probably has some comedic timing, and they're doing some (coughs) cool stuff visually. But I don't know this kid, Cyborg. To me, what they did the first time versus what they did now, let's not even talk about all the yeah. behind-the-scenes stuff. Let's just focus on the movie. A much more fleshed-out version of this character. Mm-hmm. Uh, Backstory. I, I, yeah, I thought the 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 acting was... I know Jake's going to disagree. That's fine. I thought he was so much better. I did feel like, man, did Joss Whedon just have it out for this guy? Because there's some shit in the other version where it's just like the way it's edited, the way that the dialogue flows like from him. I was just like, man, they like fucked this dude who I know is a good actor. I mean, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not saying I'm just saying there was barely any cyborg. There was barely any Silas Stone. He cut out Ryan Choi. Mm. I mean, uh, right. Not saying, but saying not saying, but I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and listen, Joss Whedon, uh, you know, there's a lot, he's got a lot of shit going on right now and I would, you know, it's not good and people are speaking up and they should speak up, but let's not focus on that. Um, cyborg. Cool. I, I love the way they introduce flash in the Snyder cut. I like, I know the slow-mo scene and the girl crashes her car, by the way, spoilers, girl crashes her car. There's hot dogs flying. I liked it. Well, it was happening. I was like, "This, I can get behind this." It was endearing. Um, all the stuff with the Amazons, uh, you know, we saw a lot of it in the the first cut, but more fleshed out, more. Uh, I don't know. Just I bought. I was bought in more. More badass. But dude, how cool are how cool are those Amazons? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I could have watched some more of that, and that all I enjoyed all of that. And if you don't I, like the Icelandic I, midsummer. Uh, Jesus chanting. Yeah. I liked that. No, no, you did not. No, you did not. That was, like that. was not. So Abby liked my it. Problem, yeah, here was my problem, problem with, with the first half of the movie: is that the second half of the movie 
I'm not saying it's flawless, but once you get to the point where like around where they're introducing Barry and Diana's giving the backstory, the film feels like a different editor took over and it flows a lot better. The first half feels like they looked around the cutting room floor from the first time and said, we have to prove to everybody that we used everything. This movie did not need to be like excessive, excessive shots, uh, you know, stuff that lingers too long. If you want to show like, Oh, this village really likes Aquaman. And as he leaves, people start singing and they pick up his sweater and it's like, this matters. We appreciate you. That's cool. But don't let it linger for 30 seconds. Cause by the end of it, I I was just like, it was just like, if I didn't already know there was an Aquaman movie, I would assume that his solo that picks up after this is about how they have a secret affair and they already have a kid and she hasn't told him yet. Like, I, that made me think that's what the oh, plot of an well, Aquaman movie We'll get movie into affairs be. in a little bit because I know they're leading up to something already. But nothing <laughs> oh, was yeah. like, should have been on the cutting room floor more than the sweater sniffer. And then on top <laughs> yeah. of that, like yeah. you know she took that to bed with her. And then somehow at the end of the movie, he's wearing that goddamn sweater again. So we probably had to like fight her for it. <laughs> there you go. Right? Listen, like, listen, the one of one of the best and I think worst things about the movie is, is the editing. Because like mm-hmm. uh it's definitely it definitely feels like a different it feels like a different movie than the Joss Whedon version. And it's all in the editing because yeah, it's all the same foot. It's all the same shit. Mm-hmm. There are, there is some extra stuff. They did get rid of a few. There are a few scenes they completely took out and there are some new scenes, but other than that, it is all the same shit. Like even at the end when they're fighting Steppenwolf, it looks different because they changed the visual effects, but it's all mm-hmm. the same movements. Everybody is, you, you can side by side the same exact shit with the yeah. backgrounds different. And I think that says a lot to uh, how a good editor or having a good, like, uh, you know, uh, vision can change something because it definitely Vision's is not better. This. You're getting confused. Vision's <laughs> not, I wish he was, but also, <laughs> but also it, it, it suffers it from being four hours long. It's too yeah. fucking long. And I like I'll long yeah. movies, right? Yeah. but I like long movies, this. There, there definitely is shit in here that, could have just gotten thrown away. I'll say this. I think, so as I was watching this movie, I I let myself get lost in it. Like I let myself think like, okay, I'm just going to watch this. I'm not going to think about the other ones. I had started to watch Man of Steel uh, before this thinking like, I'll rewatch everything and go into, no, I stopped and I was like, I'm just going to let this movie be what it is. There were some things about that that I think made the experience better for me, but I also let myself get lost in it. And there were parts of this movie that made me momentarily feel like <clears throat> it was from a version of reality where we got a much better version of Man of Steel and a much better like Batman Superman team up movie instead of one that was all about them trying to kill each other. Mm-hmm. Because you're right, the Batman in this, maybe he's not perfect, but he's a lot more enjoyable. The you Superman in this, so, hold he on. doesn't have a lot. You guys get so upset about Batman and Superman fighting. I feel well, like here's here's the thing. Like, here's the I thing. like it. It's, that movie does because, suck. Though. It's because they are That's iconic the worst characters. Movie in the yeah. So when like there's a lot that. about Man of Steel that for me personally I think works. There are a lot of moments that don't, but I think the biggest sin of that movie is at the end when he snaps Zod's neck because the character of Superman is the kind of guy who even when things seem like they're at their worst, he finds a way anyway. And not because he's like super clever Sherlock Holmesy. He's the guy that refuses to believe 
the only way I can win is to kill somebody. The only way I can win is to, you know, destroy something. The only way I can win is blah, blah, blah. He will be that guy who, by the time it's all said and done, you're just like, holy shit, he did it. And that's what makes him super. But we've never seen that on screen. So, right. And that's one of the reasons. Yeah, that's one of the reasons like Christopher Reeve's first two Superman films are great for like late 70s, early 80s films. But even now they're just like, let's just see uh, Jake's face when John said that. <laughs> I'm trying like, to hold I it in. I haven't watched those movies in forever because I like they don't no, like I respect that, that they exist, that. but they're just Fuck. like, what's up? There, there's oh, I, these guys don't know shit. Somebody said these guys don't know shit. We'll show it. Ryan, do you Who know shit? That? Oh. Spaghetti. I there think we Ryan go. and John know some shit. <laughs> Listen, I, it, it's fine. Listen, there's going to be uh, people are passionate about this movie. That's fine. Like, be passionate about it. If you love it, awesome. If you don't love it, fine. Let's break down some of these characters. Abby, Diana, you've seen both Wonder Woman. You've mm. seen Justice League multiple times. Yeah. W- what do we got? I think that uh, in um, in uh, Zack Snyder's version, I think that she's much more like relatable. She's a lot tougher, more badass and in watching the um the original justice league cut today i was realizing she's much more like objectified and less cool there's just i think there's mm. some more scenes that are in the snyder cut that make her seem human and like that balance of like beauty and power and strength all right in one so i would say she's more enjoyable and i can watch her in the snyder cut and like let it kind of wash over me rather than being annoyed um, that's the thing I think about Snyder cut that like struck me the most watching it the first time I was like, I am less irritated, um, by this movie than I was. Yeah. The first cut. I mean, and listen, this, there's a guy in the, in the comments going nuts and that's fine. And I want to address some of this. He says, well, we get it. You want candy popcorn camp fest. That's not true. No, no, that, I want not the, at all. I think the Snyder cut is better than what Joss Whedon did to that, uh, fucking justice league because yeah. it is, a, it's a case study in what just being what you are. And I think that that's fantastic. But when it comes to trying to be a Marvel movie, which you're referencing candy popcorn, I don't want that. Let no, at I'm least perfectly Zack fine. Zack Snyder and being and also those aren't candy popcorn scene. movies. Well, exactly. Yeah. You it's have fun. Thor Ragnarok, and yeah, that's a lot of fun, and it's a little more humorous than the others. But then you have Endgame, and yeah, that also has jokes. But whatever. Like but I think this people, movie didn't yeah. have the same kind of Marvel that's like humor such a, like that a people Twitter think defense. about. <laughs> Go for it. Right. It's like, it is, yeah. like, here's the thing. It is. This it's movie like, made oh, me laugh. Like this movie made me laugh. Hey, oh, shut, one at a shut time. Up. One at a time. This Jesus movie made me laugh. Yeah, I was talking. I know. John, one second. Ryan, go for it. <laughs> no. I'm taking control. Guys, okay. we're either going to fight saying, with the guy in the chat Ryan, or we're going to okay. fight with each other. We I'm can't just, do both. I'm just ready to fight right now. <laughs> Ryan, go for it. Well, everybody will get okay. prepared. It's just like, just because you don't like DC movies right. doesn't mean you want a kid's movie. Right. Or you don't want, you know, you don't want balloons. We don't want <laughs> Disneyland necessarily. But we actually want to be treated like we have any sort of sense of intelligence. We want heart in our stories. We want characters we can relate to and look at. And I'm sorry, but none of these Snyder movies have any of that. And that's what it is. It's not fucking candy and dipshits and farting rainbows. God. Okay, let's go. That's a quote. All right. Mm-hmm. So like it's if I'll I'll put it this way. If all of Zack Snyder's films and all the films in the DC universe felt like the 
however long it is, 45 minute hour chunk of them leaving the Batcave to them looking through the boom tube at Darkseid like, yeah, what's up? Fuck, we're gonna find out. Then I would have far less complaints about the DC universe because everything in that had heart it had teamwork. It had hope and optimism. It felt like heroes <laughs> who love being heroes getting into the shit and saying, we're not done until everyone is safe. And I got none of that. I There are moments of that, but it's so clouded and bogged down by all of the just like emotional sludge and stuff that doesn't move the story anywhere. Yeah. And so... Like when they show like, oh, Superman died, everyone's waving flags and the world is in mourning. It's like, why? In the first movie, he destroyed half of Metropolis and everyone was upset with him in the second movie. By the end of the second movie, nobody trusted him. And it's just like, okay, he killed Doomsday. But like, what? Like, it doesn't make sense. None of it adds up. So it like... Okay. I don't know. No, those are good arguments. None of it feels... I, I, I'm going to go into moderation yeah. mode. I, Jake, what were you laughing about there? Oh, it's just the word teamwork. There's <laughs> like no teamwork in this movie whatsoever. Well, well no, they do, though. Like they in the final battle... Do they, hey, but do they or do they all get their asses kicked until Superman shows up and then like Superman just destroys Steppenwolf while everybody is literally just watching? Right. <laughs> that is the end of this movie. The when Superman shows up, there is this, he's just wailing on Steppenwolf and everybody else yeah. is like, okay. Because none like, of them well, are Superman. The None of them are Superman. That's the point. Like up until then, you see Diana and Aquaman and they're both wailing on him. And then Cyborg and Aquaman are doing like tag team attacks. Batman's doing what he can, even though he's not super powered. And Flash is gearing up to help Victor <laughs> separate the mother boxes. So like yeah. they're doing all this stuff as much as they can. And then Superman comes in and yeah, he wails on Steppenwolf harder than anyone, but he's Superman. All right. Okay. This is the most fun I've ever had. Yeah. I can't hey, tell. How, we're, uh, we're all agreeing and we're all yelling at each other. Yeah, for sure. Can someone answer why, um, how that one random parademon is able to shoot the flash when he's going like at the speed of light? It, does the parademon just also have super speed? Because apparently everybody in this movie has super speed. I thought it was a fluke. It was supposed I mean, to be a yeah, fluke. it is a fluke because he takes a few <laughs> shots at him and like misses. <laughs> Oh, okay. And I think um, he's just aiming for the same I, spot, no. trying to. It's yeah. a. It's, yeah. it's played it's, off as it's like a. Ah, got him this time. I, okay. I think I here's have, a, I have a thought. I have bad a, I've, writing. Guys, I've generated a thought. I yes, think. Captain Craig. Captain Craig's here. I think there's there's a common sentiment here. By the way, I have nothing against Zack Snyder. I like some no. Zack Snyder movies. Yeah. But I From think, all accounts, he's a really great guy. I think there is a. Something that has happened. There's a through line, right? In Man of Steel. Uh, Batman vs Superman and into this movie where every now and then like the rules and the logic that have been set up by this universe are just kind of thrown out for the sake yeah. of uh, something cool visually stunning or something um, you know that's just very dramatic looking feeling or, like a larger than life deity like these are gods among men it's like mythology that right kind of stuff, which but kind I, of well, takes, makes it less relatable for humans it's less relatable there's but also, I don't I don't mind that like I like that aspect of this movie. I want these movies to be, I don't want DC to try to just have some carbon copy of the MCU. I want them to, to, to do something different. And this is by all accounts different. And listen, by all accounts better because 
this is definitely better than Wonder Woman 1984. This is definitely sure. better than I think it was better than Shazam, uh, which to me was trying to be like a Marvel movie. By the way, the Suicide Squad trailer comes out tomorrow, and James Gunn's good. Like I know the Snyder fans are not happy about James Gunn doing that movie. Um, by <laughs> the way, we, we do need to acknowledge Christian Walsh is back. Christian back Walsh again. With, with the with the super chat. We're getting some soup tonight. Yes. So thanks, man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> But um, okay, cool. So I feel like, listen. To recap, things got heated. They and now are we're still coming getting back. Heated. <laughs> we're coming back and down. I just feel like saying I don't care about one-liners or kids. Yeah, it's so. fine. It's Will you uh, get your mic a little closer? Yeah, totally. There you go. There, there you, you go. go. All right, John, go for I it. I think I think there's an aspect um, of the way Zack Snyder goes about creating films, specifically ones based off of comic books, that. It seems like he has, he'll see an iconic image. Like, you know, maybe he's read Dark Knight Returns and he's like, oh, I love old Batman who's angry because he's lost Robin and he drives a big bat tank. And, oh, I love the the visual of like Superman fighting Batman and the suit of armor. And, oh, I love, you know, he'll, I feel like he has gone through comics and found just the most iconic, in it, iconic images, iconic. That's nice. Um and, uh, and he'll like put them on the wall and then say like, okay, how do we link these up? And that's why like, A, in general, whether he's doing stuff based on pre-existing material or not, he's, he's a great cinematographer. He has an incredible eye and he's able to communicate that to his crew. And any shot in that film, you can like pause it and print it and frame it. And it looks like it's just a good photograph. Like Aquaman, someone was watching something else and someone was like that shot of Aquaman at the end where he's driving away in the back of the truck looks like a National Geographic photo of like a like a village on some island or something. And uh, so it all looks good. You know, saturation, color, like we can debate that, but compositionally it looks great. And I think what's missing is that he's getting these iconic images from these different versions of you know, Batman, Superman, whatever he's working on and not thinking about how they all fit in the same story. He's creating a story to fit those images. Whereas even with, and I know Ryan's going to hate me for this, but even with someone like Christopher, I know (laughs) we have a thing. Uh, Even, even with Christopher Nolan, like Batman begins, you can, you can see like any of his interviews, he talks about like, Oh, well, you know, the Batman story, the man who laughs or not the man who laughs, but, um, the man who falls like that was a big thing that influenced him as well as year one as well as some other stuff when you hear matt reeves (laughs) talk about batman like we haven't seen the the pudding yet to see if the proof is in it but he talks about storylines that influenced him and it makes you feel like they have a grip on who these characters are not just the moments where they look their coolest right and i think that's what's missing in Zack snyder is that he has a frame of reference for sure. And he's great at picking out the visually stunning moments, but it's how he ties those moments mm-hmm. together that don't always fit really well. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think like the, the, the argument I see from a lot of the hardcore snack, like uh, people I think still have this idea in their head that this needs to be a Marvel versus DC no. thing. I don't know. Yeah. Show of hands. Batman's my favorite superhero. Anybody else here? Batman, their favorite superhero. Me. I like Superman. Um, so yeah, DC. I like and the Flash. X-Men a lot. I love Flash. What? Okay. <laughs> I like the X-Men. Well, that's, for that's Ryan, this might actually be Marvel vs. DC. So no, <laughs> listen. No, it's you not. Like Green you Arrow. know that I read both, like religiously. Of yeah. course, of course. I would venture that uh there's people in our um uh this this 
you know, round table that are, are, uh, very well versed in all of this and very, uh, you know, we, we know, I'm not going to say I'm a comics expert, but I'm looking at a couple of you here and I think you guys can wield these opinions and back them up. And I love that. So, um, Brian, all comics to me, Ryan, I did want to go to you though, because there seems to be this thing where it's like, you know, and there's a guy in the chat and he's freaking out. That's fine. But there's like lighthearted, like, <laughs> I like that you keep, Good. I like that you keep saying that. But well, also, I just, cause I, the, for people, that like, guy's anger is fueling me. Like that guy's yeah. anger. I is think Kevin, so I feel like Kevin is charging up. Money. He's gonna, <laughs> I love it. It just makes me, I, I don't he's think he knows, but every, I'm pretty sure every, co- every comment he leaves just makes me happy. Kevin Feige must've broken into his house and stole his puppy. But I think like, but here's, but for the people listening later in the audio I, I want them to have context of what's happening so um okay dark versus co- like whatever my favorite comic book movie of all time is probably the dark knight there's hardcore batman sure. fans who don't like the dark knight that's fine but you you cannot argue the fact that that, that is a there's a pretty bleak yeah. movie with a lot of bleak stuff totally it's, it's dark yeah it's dark it's in the name um but i also <laughs> love majority of the mcu and i love avengers endgame and you know tim burton's batman movies are some of my favorites so i think that when you have these discussions people who want to make this a black and white discussion a, you know good versus evil dc versus marvel uh you know lighthearted versus like this is n- i i don't understand why it can't be a nuanced conversation because stylistically, I think Zack Snyder is a polarizing director. You either like that visual, you know, you like what he did in Watchmen or 300 or, or Snyder cut, or you don't because it's not for everybody. Having said all that, I think it would be really helpful because we're already a half hour in to start really breaking down some of these characters and the differences and what we liked and we didn't like. So Ryan, I'm going to throw to you first. Um, I know how you felt about Batman in this movie. Um, you, you weren't into it, but well, spe- do you want me to talk about the good things I liked about Batman in this movie? I, I do. Let's let's start with that. Let's okay. start there. So, <laughs> I I do like the relationship with him and Alfred in this movie. Because uh, uh, I'm just going to skip include Alfred as part of Batman because they are part of that same right. pocket of the DC. Right. So I They're do. Yeah. yeah. They are. Yeah. Sure. They're family and. Uh, you know, they're, I, I like that. I like that stuff. Anytime with those two in the same room, I really do enjoy it. I think, uh, I think Ben Affleck is a fantastic Bruce Wayne. I think he's really, really good. Like even when he's, and to say that, like, there's no camp in this film. When he, the moment he says, what's your superpower? I'm rich. That's it. Yeah. That's like <laughs> Batman 66 level shit. Right. Right. Like say yeah. what you want. And you know what? I love that stuff too. So I'm glad they kind of did include some little bits of like bits of humor and, and snark with old Bruce. Cause that's technically what he's supposed to be. Uh, but you know, I like that stuff's fine. I think it's just once he gets to the third act and they did nothing with them, like he should be working with cyborg to hack into things and using the computer and stuff. Cause at one point cyborg just becomes the back computer. And then right. Batman's useless, right? So it just kind of, I kind of felt like Batman was done a little dirty in this film, but mm. I've seen him done dirtier. So, I mean, it could be worse. Right. Okay. okay. Abigail, overall thoughts on Ben Affleck? 
And by the way, I think it's important as we give these perspectives, like, you know, I think it's important. Everybody's got a different angle, right? This movie's not just for comic book fans. This movie is a movie for uh, a mass audience. So everybody's got a different perspective. So Abby, what is your perspective? Oh, hang on. I just want to say something to hang on. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, no, you're Uh, just because you, just because, uh, just because you just mentioned it, uh, no movie is made with comic book fans at the forefront. Right. As someone who has worked on superhero films, I'm going to tell you right now that they I've always been told you don't matter, like technically, like, and it's not like I don't matter, but it's like it had like, cause they already know they have my money right. as a comic book fan. Exactly. So what they have to do is try to make sure that the people that aren't like Craig go see this film. Right. 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 And just because Sorry, I haven't read all the comics does not negate my opinion and does not negate Abby's or like it's like yeah. it, it's like a really weird yeah. thing because people there is a um there's an ownership, right? You've lived with these characters for so long and you yeah. have dreamed about what they should or shouldn't be on screen and when you finally see it it's it's either you know reaffirming or it's like oh fuck they fucked me over. It's a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, I yeah. don't love like yeah. brooding alcoholic Batman with like a, a faceless woman in bed from like Batman versus Superman. It's not right. my oh, favorite yeah. version, honestly. And Ben Affleck's Batman isn't, I think <clears throat> he's extremely like grunty and like hard to understand. Um, not not extremely likable. And I think that Batman should have a little bit more charisma about him. Um, whether or not that's because Ben Affleck was like struggling in his personal life while doing and like performing in that role, or maybe like some of the complications of just the fact that the movie was like filmed and then like chopped up and went through that whole process. Like right. I, I'm not sure what, you know, if I should give him credit and say, you know, I know it was tough to go through that, but he is just not my Batman. Right. That's how I feel. Okay. Uh Jake, uh, I want to talk to you about Aquaman. I know you hate that movie and you hate Jason Momoa. So what do you think of him? <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Movie? Oh, he, he sucks just as much as he sucks in the other ones. Um, I, I just, and I don't know if it's Jason Momoa or if it's just the fact that it's really, really hard to take Aquaman seriously in a live action. Uh, it's just like, it's such a silly character. And uh, the the way, you know, the, the route they went with him and like, all his tattoos and he's like supposed to be hunky and a badass and he's just like surfing through the air on parademons <laughs> like that's campy as well right. surfing through the air yep. on parademons yeah. um i just don't like i just don't like aquaman is i would say if if i had to rank all these characters aquaman's dead last he's he's the How bottom. many how many prats do you give momoa <laughs> you know what but here's the thing as much as i feel like i hate chris pratt he's good in everything yeah he's talented and he's put it chris pratt is uh cast in movies because he's naturally a funny guy Right. Jason Momoa is casted in movies because people like the way he looks like right. he's not nobody's casting Jason Momoa for his acting <laughs> Because he's not good at it. Right. Okay. Fair enough. Agreed. Agreed. Um, he takes up space in his present. Let's all take a deep breath. A yeah. Healing breath. We had to remove our. I, I I agree um, mostly with Ryan about Batman though. I feel like I did like Batman in this movie, and it feels like it almost does feel like a completely different Batman from Batman versus Superman because you know yeah. in that movie he hates Superman the whole time, and it's like the Batman you get that that entire time is like 
a crazy man who wants to murder somebody. But the Batman in this movie is like, he, he's, he is all about like, we gotta, we gotta do this for the greater good and put this team together. And he's like, he's never fought us together. unite. which yeah, that's also, that's also campy line. Um, it is, but I, I do, I do like Batman in this, uh, way the better worst line the in this movie. And it's in both versions is when they walk into what will be the hall of justice. And Ben Affleck goes the table right in the middle. Six chairs. Room for more. Like, why are you talking? Like I like that? that. I didn't like that. I think Bart's bad after right. shows up at the store. Stupid. Okay. Yes. Um, Call me if so you need me. Flies away. I'll say. So here's my thing about Batman. I feel like as as weird as it might say, or as weird as it might seem to to say this, I feel like if you there's a a better version of Batman of Ben Affleck's Batman that exists somewhere between the Batman and the Snyder cut and the Batman and Batman versus Superman. Okay. Because all of the intensity and the drive and even just him being devastated by everything happening when you see him in Metropolis and all that kind of stuff, take all of that intensity, all of that drive, seeing him working out and trying to figure out like how to beat Superman, make it not about murdering Superman, but then have that intensity and drive fueled by his, mental like point of view like his state of being in the Snyder cut where he's just like you know we're heroes we're going to come together we're going to get it done there's a job to do you know I'm Batman all of that stuff that felt better about him put those two together and to me that's like the perfect Ben Affleck Batman from what we have so far so it's interesting too because I think the the one thing that's frustrating for me as a fan who wants the DC universe on film to rival the Marvel universe is that um it, it's been so unbelievably disjointed from the beginning. Like, you know, if you go back to Man of Steel, it was kind of like, okay, they did the Dark Knight trilogy, Christopher Nolan's producing Man of Steel, Zack Snyder's directing, and it kind of felt like it was setting I, I still think the 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 key mistake was the follow-up to Man of Steel being Batman versus Superman. I feel like that yeah. is where things got really a hundred percent complicated. Like they could have mapped out these characters and like Flash, well, if, if we're all kind of in agreement that Flash is one of the high spots of this movie, why is it taking eight years for him to get this solo film out in all these different also, incarnations? Three different directors yeah, no. and writers. Yeah, and, all, and also, Craig, you were saying that like you you liked all the extra cyborg stuff in this movie. And yeah. like whether you like that stuff or not, imagine if all of that, because there there's a lot of cyborg in this movie. Right. He he gets mm-hmm. a lot of he gets a lot of backstory. Imagine that all being its own movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. that yeah. should have came out five years five ago. Five years ago, right. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. him on and the then game, that, that frees up like an hour and a half in this movie. So this can be its own movie instead of being a flash movie, a well, cyborg movie. We would have gotten more, more than sweater sniffing. <laughs> like, I think so. All the garments would be sniffed. They would have been no, full what I'm, what I'm insinuating <laughs> is that this could have been shorter. <laughs> oh, that's what you're saying. That's got, it, got it, got it. Yeah. Um, this could have been three hours. Yeah. Well, Snyder doesn't sweater. like to share his toys. He we could have got an hour of, uh, what's her name? What's uh, Aquaman's girlfriend's name? Oh, uh, Mira. 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 And, uh, dude, if they can't <laughs> figure out a way to bring Jack Sparrow into that next Aquaman movie. I think that would be so cool. Just no, have her out and bring him in. It'd be fucking awesome. Wait, bring him in. Get her out. Are you 
Get, are you stop saying it. they should just recast Mara and just let Johnny Depp play Mara? Yeah, but as Jack Sparrow. That's any, the only way any, to fix her role. They've already they've already recast that role. Did anybody else no. think it was Sorry, weird Nate. that like in every other like in Aquaman, Mira is just like she has an American accent, and in this movie, she was British. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, There's I weird know. stuff going on there. Well, oh yeah, listen, Jake's or Ryan's never seen it. Oh yeah, spoiler. Let's move on. Spoiler alert. Uh, I guess. Okay, let's one, move on. One of the we haven't talked about Dark Side yet. Yeah. Okay. Real quick, Craig. Well, Jake, going go, back to your. Hold on, real quick, Craig. Going back to your talking about um, jumping from Man of Steel to Batman versus Superman being the hiccup, I do agree that there is a version of a DC universe where it's all solo films first that definitely could have been a better setup, especially if those films were better made than the two that we got. I think that that might have been ideal, but I also think there is a way to get to a Justice League movie with the setup only being uh man of steel and then batman versus superman if you don't make that batman and superman movie a versus movie and you make it a team-up movie because yeah of course these are two people that don't take the same approach to fighting bad guys and stopping crime but the thing is and like again this goes back to does it matter about like the comics and who these characters are elsewhere but traditionally even as these two guys butt heads they eventually come together and form one of the strongest bonds in like Marvel or DC. They are best friends. And so I think if you had marketed it as like a world's finest movie or something like that, instead of a versus movie, you could have gotten to a point much quicker where it felt like the momentum of the DC universe was going toward we have to come together as a team. There's positivity. There's optimism. Instead of leaving us in a place where your two main heroes just tried to murder each other and one of them is dead anyway. Right. Because then the Justice League is all about rushing to rebuild the hope and optimism and resurrect Superman yeah. instead of it just ending with Batman and Superman being like, you know what? We're different, but I think we have the same goal and we should go find others like us. Yeah. And then I feel like the but setup's a whole happen. lot better. Yeah. <laughs> that they, they, didn't, they didn't do that. But I think, yeah. the, the, you know, and John, I agree with you. I think it, it goes into the, the like, it's like, okay, and Jake, I'm going to come back to you because I know you're trying to make a point. If you are like 15 years old and you go to the neighbor's sweet 16 birthday party and it's the greatest party of all time and you find out it's because that, and, and that neighbor has great friends and they've been lifelong friends and they've gotten to know each other and they had great planning and great execution. And it was the sweet 16 party was planned for five years. That's the MCU, not because it's better characters, but that it was planned. It was executed in a meaningful way. And then you got Mr. You know, sweet. Well, I want to have a sweet 16 party too. And it's like in three days. And I also don't have any friends and I haven't planned it, but I'm going to have it. And I'm just expecting it to be good. That is the DCEU. It You're is going to sp- end up with gas station presents. Well, Yes. Then the other there's <laughs> that's the point. The gas other station thing, sushi. Yes. yes. You're eating gas station, the other gas thing station too, sushi with cyber. Here's some gum. I think <laughs> I think they I think they hired Snyder because there's been all this talk about like, oh, he had a five movie plan or a seven movie plan and all yeah, this. Yeah, he did stuff. it all and in like, one movie. Well, and yeah, but, but that's the thing. All. Like they hired him and he got two movies in, and then 
people weren't responding well to his vision. So Warner Brothers was like, uh, uh, uh. And then they were like, okay, we got to monitor Justice League. Okay, we're going to have someone else finish Justice League. And then everything else that comes back, we're going to have a whole bunch of other directors come in and just like try to make it happier or campier or whatever the case is and try to get us on the right path. And you can feel how everything after that. Right. Yeah. Jake, what were we going to say? I don't know. Well, I want you to say something. Well, I'm I was sorry. just going to mention, I was going to mention that, you know, uh, you know, Snyder did have a plan, but his a plan, his plan apparently is to tease five things that are never going to happen. You know what I mean? Like that, that's another thing in this movie. That's Jake, kind of, just, mm. All right. We're going to get there. Brought something up. Let's you put John on pause up. for a second. Well, well, um, go for it. I'll pause, but I, I'm trying to remember. But that's like the I know we're skipping forward here, but the the entire end of this movie that feels like the end of, uh, you know, the Lord of the Rings movie where there's like 15 different endings. And it's like, mm-hmm. hey, let's tease. Let's throw Martian Manhunter in here for no reason, because you're never going to see him again. And then let's let's show you, uh, you know, that dark side is like going to be the big main bad that you're never going to see him. You know, it's like they're set up so much setting up the nightmare, you know. I want, I'd rather watch the nightmare movie. I want to see that nightmare movie. I don't give a shit. I want to see, I want to see that. That is more interesting than anything in this movie. Like the I, I Joker just want the and, toys. Even, even <laughs> though that joke, Hey, even though that Joker sucks, like I would rather watch the movie where Batman is like being annoyed that he has to keep the Joker alive for some, I don't know why he's got to keep the Joker alive, but like to give Jared Leto work watch that movie. I would rather watch that movie than anything in this movie. And we're never going to see that. Ryan, I could tell you hate this movie because this is the least you've ever talked in your life. So let me, I'm throwing, I'm putting you on the spot. What, what, where, where, Warner Brothers has come out and said, this is not canon, but everyone's saying it is canon. Like it's so so confusing. Where as a, as a, somebody who I know you root for these movies, you want them to be good. Where do you absolutely on the eve of the suicide squad trailer and flash (laughs) is going to start filming next month. Where do you want to see this go? Like, what, what what is an ideal scenario for this universe going going forward? They just start over. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just like they almost kind of have to ignore uh, what is it? The Justice League and Snyderverse. They've got to like just ignore it. Do their own it's thing. Such a because mess if they're if they're going to be that's hinting what's at things happen. like. If they're going to be hinting at things like Darkseid kills Lois, Superman goes nuts, Superman now just wears a black costume because he wants to be like his best friend Batman, you know, or whatever. And they're just what they're setting up. Like, I just don't I I don't want to see any of these sequels. I will buy every nightmare toy with Deathstroke and Timbuktu over there and white guy McGee. And I will buy all those toys. Right. And they're going to be awesome. But I don't want to see these movies at all. And like, and well, I think hey, going Ryan. forward, I think they just need to hang on. I think they just need to ignore all that. And then just like, just do like, just, and just don't give me another Wonder Woman 84. That's, that's, it. that's all I, <laughs> I, I, I was just, I wasn't trying to interrupt you. I was just going to say, I don't think you're going to have to see any of these movies because I think, I think the next Wonder Woman movie and the next Aquaman movie, those are happening, right? There's they're a Wonder happening. Woman yeah. and Aquaman. As of today, I think those happening. movies, 
I think those movies are just going to pick up where, you know, the last kind of of their own franchise, you know, those those other yeah. uh, Wonder Wonder Woman and Aquaman have nothing to do with what's happening in Justice League. They just right. don't. And I don't think They're these will. There. And I think the Flash, like <laughs> it might have little you might it might have a little bit of threads. But I think that movie, you know, I don't think it I don't think the plot's going to have anything to do with this. Yeah, and I the think Flash. Yeah. Oh, sorry. 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 No, I was just going to say, I think you're right. It's I think Flashpoint is basically going to serve for them to be able to move forward. Right. With There's going to be a Ben Affleck cameo yeah. and they're yeah. going to move forward. We're yeah, they're going to replace it. Keaton with uh, Affleck now. Well, I well, they were both originally in it. I do not believe Michael Keaton for a goddamn second. This movie starts filming next <laughs> month. Oh, yeah, it's in the scripts on my iPad. Like, shut up. Oh, you want to get but you know what that said? I, I am excited about James Gunn doing suicide squad yeah for sure and i, and I think and i think he's gonna do harley proper i think she's been done dirty at the last two films i think we're gonna get a decent harley quinn out okay. of james gunn cool and actually speaking of james gunn i want to hear what abby thinks about tomorrow's release i mean i'm just i'm eagerly anticipating waking up and seeing it i really like the poster i mean i love james gunn i like to see what he does with like the uh the least anticipated like casting with like having uh Pete Davidson or uh, John, John Cena. Cena. I'm kind of like I just want to see what's going on. I know it's going to be funny. Um, I'm ready for it. I'm hoping for the best. Is so. there any way it's going to rival the Guardians movies? Because I know those are. Very- I can't go in thinking about those, or it's going to like taint the experience. No, right. yeah, it yeah, probably right. won't be. Yeah, no. I think it's going to be quite different. I think it's going to feel. I here's my prediction. I think Suicide Squad is going to feel like what you think uh, a big budget James Gunn movie would feel like. Like it's going to have the heart of Suicide Squad, but I think it's going to have a lot of the fucked upness of some of his earlier films. I think that fingers That's what crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, we haven't really talked a lot about the plot of this movie in the in the sense that you know. It's interesting that Darkseid was completely removed from the original cut because it actually makes more sense now that um, Steppenwolf is kind of playing the the same role as like Ronan does in the first Guardians movie, where he he's kind mm-hmm. of the middleman between you know the the, the good guys and, and Thanos, and like that's kind of like I, I bought more into Steppenwolf because I don't think as a standalone like he's kind of lame, right? And he's just trying yeah. to prove himself. And I, I kind of, the, the more fleshed out version of the mother boxes and what they mean and why, you know, what, what they can potentially do bringing back this ancient war, all the universes have already been, or the worlds that have been conquered by, by dark side. Mm-hmm. And like all, I liked it. I was like, okay, this yeah. is at least digest- I, 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 well, I was digesting it. The first, the first justice league. I'm like, by the time they get to like Russia or wherever, and that family's in that house, I was like, what the fuck is, what is this movie? This feels like a WB show. No offense, John. I feel like John, like, well, I, I know you like those. <laughs> well, here's, here's the thing. Like the flash on the flash TV show is yeah. good. And Superman and Lois is good. Arrow had issues. Arrow wasn't the green arrow that we know and love, but Arrow was the first out of the gate. So somebody had to start somewhere. But mm-hmm. a lot of those shows are really good, and they have great portrayals of the characters that they're based on. Abby, you watched the the first cut of Justice League today. Yeah. So you have the freshest eyes. What is the difference between Steppenwolf and the, these two movies? Um, like besides a, the way he aesthetically, looks aesthetically, uh, the face, like, I mean, that's the biggest difference. He looks like more humanized in, um, 
in the uh, Joss Whedon version versus okay. the Zack Snyder. He has like a metallic, like moving body. Right, right. Um, but I think his backstory is more like, has more depth than the Snyder cut where it's like he's trying to prove himself to his... Whatever. He doesn't have any of that in the right, Joss Whedon. Right. Basically, yeah, basically in the Joss Whedon, he just shows up and he's like, I right. want these boxes. And they don't even tell you why, really. I think yeah. uh, as far as his look, he, yeah, he looks 100% different. But he looks like it to me. He looks just as bad. Like right. he looks just as strange. And I don't know. Whatever. Okay. That's a I nitpick, hate horseshoe I guess, head. But I think it just horseshoe looks head stupid, is the right? dumbest look. Like Jack Kirby designed these perfect characters that just like scream, "Make me a movie!" <laughs> and like, and then they do. Oh, this fucking movie! I love you, Ryan. <laughs> I swear that, to God. This I'll say this. Movie. The funniest thing about Steppenwolf <laughs> was the fact that, like, that's not just his helmet. That's the shape of his head. Like, the I was, yeah, I wonder so, so when, when Darkseid shows up and he's like, my lord, and he gets down and his armor comes off and that's just his head. Yeah. I laugh. Yeah. <laughs> so, he looked like a Federation starship from bloody episode <laughs> one. Yeah. I thought Anakin Skywalker was going to come flying out of his mouth. <laughs> And here's the thing. That doesn't mean I took him any less seriously when he's beating up the Amazons or fighting the Justice League, but I still laughed at his head. I thought it was funny. So, okay. I want to see Rocket Raccoon talk to him. That is hedgehog. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. This is your villain? This guy? Maybe you're going to do like one-liners. We are not doing ourselves any favors. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, it's not all about campy one-liners. Oh, funny. I want to see Rocket. Like Hold on, you're telling me <laughs> this is your big what? bad guy? Hey, listen. He just up. like sits in his I'm head like an inner tube. Box. So listen. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm sitting on that guy's head. Um so you know it was funny when, I, when Abby started the other one, like I completely forgot about the the, jo- uh, the opening. The opening, the weird Superman, like the yeah. kids are like, oh, we have on a podcast, phone. and like you're just focusing on Henry Cavill's weird mustacheless <laughs> CGI yeah. face. That stuff's bad. That's really <laughs> bad. It was own footage made it stick out more. <laughs> yeah, it was really yeah. bad. Um, my favorite part of this movie, my absolute my favorite section of this movie is when well, a couple favorite things. The fact that Jesse Eisenberg's, I, for some reason, I thought he was going to be like really in it, but he's not. And I think his portrayal of Lex Luthor is just one of my least favorite things. Yeah, that have that have ever seen. Um, I agree. In life, in not all even of my life, not it's even in life, yeah. not even where not it's even like, well, he's the bad guy. Lex is. You're supposed to hate him. No, it's not. It's not good. Mm. Um, no, it's like X Pac heat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way to put it yeah, exactly. like, i have x-pac heat with lex right. luthor i don't yes. hate him because i i some supposed to i hate right. him because i think he's annoying and dumb well mm. i don't feel that way about mr sean waltman but that's another no sean waltman's great the x-factor well, that's great um Suck it. so but in in going into this movie like i I was surprised how much I did enjoy some of it. Like I did the whole, like, you know, the story of when they're bringing Superman back, obviously it's, it's kind of the same, but the, the way they fleshed it out, seeing them go to the grave, digging him up, that conversation, who is it? Is it wonder woman and uh, Aquaman. Aquaman? Like, like I, it felt grounded to me 
dare I say, like an MCU movie. Not because it was funny, not because it was campy or colorful. It was human. It was human. I was like, oh, these are humans going through, well, maybe they're not humans, they're metahumans, but they're going through something together. Yes, exactly. It's like, oh, we're at a gravesite digging up a grave. This is very strange. So you you remember that moment. It's actually a good, it's a good scene. Right. Yeah. So like, there, and that was kind of that pocket, like that, that second to third act. I don't know what chapter it happens in where like, like I was like, okay, this feels like there's some good stuff in this movie. And I think I was kind of hoping the end would just be not the end end. Cause uh, we're going to, we're almost done here. We're already at an hour, but, um, and I know we really haven't scratched the surface, but we had to do this. We had to get it out of the way. Um, I, the, the, the essentially the story is the same. I was expecting like dark side in the third act to, to, to be the main bad guy and really be I there. Too. But, but that just was never, that was, I guess be planned for the follow-ups or whatever. So I think that that's the disappointment. There's a lot of stuff you want to see. Like, I don't want, I want to Martian grow. Manhunter. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Martian Manhunter. I want to grow with Batman. Yeah. I don't want to know that 20 years ago, uh, he started and 10 years ago, the Joker killed Robin and all we see is the suit. Like I want to fucking yeah. see that show. Don't tell. I want a good on screen Robin. Thank God. I want Just a good give me Robin. Why is it wing? That girl. <laughs> Something. Um, why haven't they been able to do it? Why is there this stigma that on film Batman just needs to ride solo? Why does it work in the because and why are they afraid? 66. Hold, hold on. One at a time. John, go first. Here's the thing. Because everyone is afraid. Because everyone thinks that somehow Batman having a partner is... Nobody understands Robin. And I don't say that as like, no, my precious Robin. Like, no, genuinely, when you Seems hear John people... Yeah, right. Um, when you hear people talk about Robin, they're always like, they they just don't get it. They don't understand why somebody like Batman would have a partner, especially a younger partner. And it's, it's, I feel like there's, we don't have enough time to get into why Robin so would work and why nobody wants to do it. Okay. It's, well, maybe we I think it's no really, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm just going to say, I think it's, it's probably something that needs to happen organically and flesh out in a series. It needs to be yeah. the kind of thing where there's a series of Batman movies. He doesn't have Robin. We see how he, you can't just throw Robin see in. Like, you can't just make the right. Batman movies and Robin's already there. You got to see the that progression happen. Here's the core of why characters like Robin and Batgirl and all that work. Who is Batman? Batman is Bruce forever Bruce in Wayne. his heart an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> He's he his life changed when he was like eight or ten or however old and his parents got killed. He lost his family. He's hanging on by a thread because he has Alfred. So what is the story of Batman? It's about Batman doing his best to make sure no one else loses his family and not realizing he's rebuilding his own as he goes along. That's Robin. That's That's Batgirl. That's Nightwing. Right. It's a beautiful sentiment. And. Um, I don't know if they're going to get that to that in the bat, in the the Matt Reeves movies because I I don't I don't sure. know maybe they will, but um that that is the core of Batman the guy like I don't know if you guys have seen this but his parents were gunned down in an alleyway and, and <laughs> is that what happened yeah pearls. you know there they, were pearls everywhere <laughs> holy shit <laughs> the pearls <laughs> and blood God, can I give a little like tip like here's a little piece of trivia about okay. Robin which I think is actually kind of cool yeah uh, he debuted in less than a year after Batman debuted in okay. the comics mm-hmm. and I always find that pretty interesting because a lot of people always see Batman as like 
he's always this forever solo angry guy but yeah. like yeah. robin's always been there yeah and i think they just need to like john and and jake have both stated it just happens we need to grow with it that needs to happen like organically i still feel like forever Nailed it pretty close, except they got a 32-year-old to play a 15-year-old. But I mean, like, <laughs> right. outside of that, yeah, I think yeah, they, yeah. like... Where will you go? I think they nailed it. So the sentiment and the emotions behind the Chris O'Donnell Robin were Hang out a little biker point. bars, Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think... I really think we're digging into the, These are good conversations because, like, people forget when Batman 89 came out, the general public was, like, they had never taken on a dark version of Batman. Now, the yeah. comic fans knew. They knew about Dark Knight Returns. They knew about Batman Year One. But like, And Dark Knight Returns was only three years before that movie came right. out. Right. So it's just like, you know. And this, has a Robin. Right. And this version of Batman, this like, it's. I think it's a stigma that goes all the way back to the Tim Burton movies. I really do. And the fact that Tim Burton didn't want to have a Robin for these reasons. That, well, Batman. Well, almost. Well, almost. Because he almost, almost had a Robin in. Right, it was almost Marlon Wayans, but and then people have a stigma because of Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. Literally, I think that's why it goes back. I think so too. Twenty five years, but it all it takes is a good writer and a good director to make it work. Like there's things not to bring up the MCU, but I I think if you know fifteen years ago we would have seen a picture of uh, Fat Thor. In Avengers Endgame, we would have been like, "What the hell is happening?" But when yeah. you when you get the full storyline, you, you and it f- is fleshed out over a long period of time, and you understand what he. By the way, I know the guy's not in the chat, but the the whole Thor Lebowski thing. Yes, there's comedic relief, but it's not in there because it's it's in there it's because pain. he's severely depressed. Yeah. If you're not catching that, then I'm I'm very sorry, but you should get in touch with your. That's, but also, well, that's but also that we're not even together because, because if you're not catching that kind of stuff in the MCU, then you are thinking, oh, this is just jokes. And if those aren't the kinds of things you pick up on, maybe hey, that's also why you like the DC movies so far, because they are all just in your face. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm Batman I and I be hate real. everything. I'm Superman and I'm an alien and I can't connect. Being I'm real? Flash and I'm quirky. Like, huh? Are you trying to pause? No, oh, okay. I want to say something. Say it. Um, think of, I can't think of a time in my life, anything I've ever gone through dark times, bad stuff. Um, humor is how, uh, normal human beings deal with, with things like grief and pain. Um, and if you think that it's just supposed to be bleak darkness and that's like, you know, that that's not a thing. Then you're a sociopath. Then you're a sociopath. That goes back to my it's an it's too much garlic in the dish. Like if you oh, put we're it, back to this. If you put the garlic in the beginning oh, process like and saute and then you bake it in, then it's gonna be like, oh, this is just too much. Right. You need it's balance. Too much. Yeah. You need so humor. listen, we got about Darkness, ten minutes. We we no got ten parents. minutes left, guys. So what I want to do is we have to talk about this epilogue. Um, the the Dude. setup for the future of the Zack Snyder movies that d- that's never going to happen. The nightmare sequence is teased uh, for the first time in Batman vs Superman. Um, this was the only new footage shot for this movie. And Jake, you told me you thought it was some of the best stuff in the movie. So I'm going to start with you. Um, well, I, I want to say this. Explain yourself. It's not the best stuff in the movie because, right, like, when right. when I, when you well, well hold on, well, like. I, I I think like the promise of it is maybe the most interesting thing in the movie and thinking like, you know, 
to, to be like, hey, we're going to get a Batman or a Justice League movie where half of the Justice League is dead. Superman's a bad guy. Batman and the Joker have to team up. Uh, you know, like that is what's interesting. And that's what makes me be like, OK, this is different. Let's watch this. But also all of that dialogue that the Joker has. I don't think I could distinguish who wrote that or who wrote the Joker's dialogue in that fan film that came out. It's all, it's very <laughs> bad dialogue. It's very, very like, I mean, being directed over Skype. It's the it? worst shit. Like, Oh, I didn't think it was God. that bad. Yeah. But I also didn't okay. mind Jared Leto and suicide squad. Jake, you said that's the worst part of that movie. I, I don't, I, I re I, it is. I rewatched, <laughs> the first suicide squad within the last month. And I was like, Oh, you know what? This movie is sort of watchable and would be completely watchable. If it wasn't for Jared, Le- Jared Leto's Joker. in that movie is the absolute weirdest, worst part of it. Okay. It just is John go for it. Um, I'll start off by saying this suicide squad for me had a lot of issues. I, gave Jared Leto's Joker a pass, not because I genuinely enjoyed it as like, this is my Joker, but that movie has very little Batman in it. For the most part, Batman's not there and Joker is just kind of running around doing his thing. And it's very like stuff Joker has never done before. So I kind of took it as like, Batman's not around. Joker's just like doing whatever he wants, acting like a weirdo even for Joker. This movie and seeing Joker in this movie just confirmed like, Oh no, this is just a really bad Joker. Yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, it but felt also, like is that Snyder even got through this whole movie and like filled it full of like hope and optimism and like that scene with the flash and him just being like, I'm gonna break my rule, but my dad's gonna remember that I did this and I was one of them. And I was like, I I was not gonna lie, I get choked up really easily, but I got choked up and I got tears in my eyes, and I was like, this feels like a good superhero movie, or at least a good chunk of like a superhero moment happening right now. And it felt like Zach finished that and then went, Okay, anyway, here's the Joker making jokes about giving Batman a reach around, and here's Batman saying, I'm gonna effing kill you. And it's just like <laughs> this is why I'm hey. glad that this movie is out and we can just move on from it. I don't know if you guys can see this, but this was, I think, in like the Atlanta Facebook marketplace. It's a a Joker chair. It's just got (laughs) ha-ha-ha spray painted over it. hundred bucks. Um, So, okay. Uh, Ryan, what'd you think of this epilogue? Uh, It's dumb. I think they're... The the Nightmare one, like, it looks cool. I think, like I said, the, the designs look cool if I was getting, like, apocalyptic net blast Batman right yeah like, that's kind of cool but like the whole idea like i just don't want to see anything about an evil superman i'm yes like God. It, i'm just yeah i hate it i think it's dumb and i think the rumor I'm... about it like lois dying carrying bruce wayne's child that's fucking dumb too that's edgelord shit and i don't need it in my life and i don't need this no. uh, uh epilogue in my life and i don't need a movie about this epilogue in my life <laughs> for anyone who epilogue. doesn't know for anyone who doesn't know what Ryan's talking about, they back in the I don't know remember when, but like when they were originally outlining Zack Snyder's vision, he had these huge whiteboards that he wrote out like everything he wanted to do with his Justice League movies. And then Jim Lee came in and just kind of like in the spaces between like drew what some of those scenes would look like. And then at some point those boards had like they were like finished in the sense of like someone put a code over them so it couldn't be erased. 
some, but those were on display at some point and somebody went in and transcribed um, everything that was on those boards. And I have those saved on my computer. So I will post them in group therapy afterwards, but it outlines, you can see how a lot of the stuff that was in that Zach kind of like took it and condensed it and put it into this film. Cause he, this was the only film he's going to be able to make now, but you can see how the less like, the more expanded, like if he had gotten to do like three or four Justice League movies or whatever, what it would have been. And it's, I mean, it's par for the, it's what you expect from Zack Snyder. There's moments of like, yes, yes. And then he does something where you're just like, okay, okay. I like this and comment from like, Aaron Knowles. Yeah. Epilogue Joker just sounds like he was reading from an edgy Reddit page. Yes. <laughs> he does. He sounds it like, sounds, he sounds like hot topic wrote his dialogue yeah it sounds like what it sounds like what you expect people who have never like read a comic or watched an animated series or have any other experience with these characters they're the people who are just like why doesn't batman just kill joker or why doesn't joker just do this if i was joker and i wanted to be funny i'd say this my father was a drinker a fiend. Uh, let's go. Final thoughts, Abigail. I'll give you the give Fi- you the my uh, final thoughts on this movie. This movie. Has will you ever watch it again? No. This movie has pockets. <laughs> I'll say that it's got a couple pockets that are good. Had a hot pocket about two hours in. It's when I ate my hot pocket. <laughs> but it's like a Craig trifle. It's all stacked <laughs> okay, up. There's okay, too many Joe things Dirt. to get through. <laughs> this movie is like a like a very hoity toity French cuisine that like takes four hours to prepare and. Some of it's good, but you have a ton of leftovers Like at the end of it. It's like you can't take it all. It's just too much. That's it for my food comparisons. I like um, it. Yeah. I just it, It's not something I have a taste for. It's not my style. It's not something that I'm going to go back to. All right. And But there were moments in it that, that it kind of took off a little bit for me. Okay. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this entire thing, and, and, and by entire thing, I mean the entire like DC universe up to this point, but especially this movie have been a very weird experiment. And I, I, I'm kind of excited that this Justice League exists because it's a very it's a very weird, like, you know, it's never happened before for a movie to come out and then just be like, hey, you know what? Fuck that. This here's the original. This is what it should have been. Here's a whole other version of it. Like, it's like a director's cut, but times a thousand and it's it's just weird that it exists uh it, it's a fun experiment but i think it ultimately is a failed experiment ryan do you want background music for your for your final thought yes oh i thought i already had mine by saying this epilogue is shit uh but now it's time for your epilogue and you're oh, gonna recognize okay. this music All right. why is this movie disappointing to you <laughs> This movie is too long. Why am I spending four hours of my time off watching a bad movie? There's no heart. There's no love. There's no character. What I'm really happy for are the fans that asked for this film that we didn't need. And I'm happy for Snyder (laughs) to get the vision that we wanted, even if it's done in a scale meant for... Instagram in 2015. <laughs> I will give the film this though. We did Wonder Woman making tea. <laughs> we did. That we did. 
we got the tea. Oh, we saw Wonder Woman getting mansplained how to make tea. That's true. Well, maybe if she, out of her 5,000 years, learned how to actually make it, Alfred wouldn't have to explain <laughs> not to scold the leaves. Uh, John, oh, your Kaba. Final the thought. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your edgelord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final thoughts. Um, Will you ever watch it again? Will I ever watch it again? I feel like, and I've I've felt this way about other movies too. Um, I could see myself one day being like, like remembering the the parts I really enjoyed and being like, I'm going to watch that again. And then turning it on. And by the time I get to the people singing for Aquaman, I'll probably just fast forward it to the final battle so I can watch that flash scene and then I'll be done with it. Um, I think as far as final thoughts, am I glad? Do, here's the thing. I think that Snyder went through some terrible stuff, both family wise, because we know it happened there. And obviously, like with this production, I think Warner Brothers probably is to blame here because they hired him to see something through and they cut him off at the knees. And then, um, you know, I'm not going to say anything nice about Joss Whedon either. So I think everything about this is a huge mess. And I, I'm glad that Zack Snyder at least got to see it through and got to do something that he felt like he could dedicate to his daughter. Right. And I think yeah. that was fantastic. Sure. Do, yep. But here's, here's what I will say for this and for all comic book movies. You, when you are hired to do these kinds of stories and these kinds of films, you are not there to use these characters for yourself. You are not there to turn them into metaphors for something you want to explore. You are there because these characters are bigger than you and somebody is trusting you to tell their stories to more people than they have reached so far. So you need to take that seriously and you need to understand who these characters are. Does that mean you need to do a 100% literal translation of the visuals or the exact stories or whatever else might be already existing in the TV shows or the comics or whatever? No, not at all. Is it great that they've done adaptations of specific storylines? Yeah, I think that's a lot of fun. Does that mean someone can't do a brand new take on Superman fighting Brainiac? Absolutely not. But you need to understand who these characters are, what they mean, and what they're supposed to mean. I think the reason the DC Universe has not worked is because in comics, you have the main line of comics, and then you have stuff like Elseworlds or right. What If?, or things that explore like what if Batman landed or what if Superman landed in communist Russia or what if Batman got a Green Lantern ring or what if, what if, what if. And that is the kind of stories they've been trying to force into being what should be the most mainstream portrayal of Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, I agree with the that. Justice League. That's a good take. So good take. If if Marvel, and, and you see it too, and again, this is not saying Marvel is the only people doing it right and the only way to do it, but Marvel for more more or less have given us mainstream versions of characters and the places they've taken the most risk are places like guardians of the galaxy right. where those were very like b c list characters and they were like this is our chance to really define who these characters are i think right. we're going to see something similar with the eternals characters that even within comics have not gotten a ton of right, attention knows who they and this are. is a chance yeah this is a chance for a filmmaker and Marvel studios to take what is there and say, but let's define who right. these people are. Let's give a definitive version. If you watch Captain America and then go read a Captain America comic, 
there's not going to be a ton of lag in the sense of like, this doesn't feel like right. You're going to be like, Oh, this is what, right. No, I agree with but that. But if you I watch a DC that. film and then you go read a DC comic, you're going to be like, <laughs> um, um, yeah. So be well, like, long, long story short. That's it. Both versions of this movie suck. <laughs> yeah. Get we're, the right person. We're with running the right out of time. We're running out of time. Um, Next up for DC, we got Suicide Squad, and then you know Black Adam's filming right now. A Flash is going to start filming as well, and then Wonder Woman and Aquaman are getting sequels. And for all the people who are hoping that the Snyder Cut is going to help restore the Snyderverse, I just at this point don't think that that's going to happen. Um, because now it's happening. What? Now it's it. going to happen. <laughs> because because it. Right. Well, I just don't think. Listen. They are so high on this Matt Reeves, Batman, Robert Pattinson project. Like they're not going to let anything interfere or confuse yeah. with that. So, mm-hmm. and if you keep bringing it back, it doesn't seem like the the more passionate, toxic Snyder fans are going to be. They they just wanted to go and go and go. It's like you you, yeah. you fought for this, you got it, good on you. But like let's let's move take on. A let's take, take a nap. nap. Let's take a nap. Let's take a nap. All right, everybody, for Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh, and our special guests John Yerkeba and Ryan Dole, thank you so much. Make sure you tune in. Starting tomorrow night at 9 p.m., uh, Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, John Yurkeba and Justin Williams with the brand new addition to the Yes Have Some podcast YouTube channel. There's also going to be an audio feed going up next week. No More Heroes, a comic book and superhero-focused uh, conversation between John and Justin. Uh, first episode is up on the YouTube channel. It's awesome. I was really impressed with you guys, John. And, thank you, uh, thank you. you know, DC, Marvel, uh, comics, movies, television, uh, everything's on the table. But the first five episodes that are going to be coming are going to be recaps of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. So, John, uh, welcome to the team and, and thanks so much. Thank We're excited about it, man. Yeah, super pumped about it. It's going to be fun. Um, definitely looking forward to breaking down Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, uh, you know, now that we know about it, we'll probably, if it's out by the time we, uh, we go up tomorrow, we'll probably chat a little bit about the suicide squad trailer for sure. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's going to be a red band trailer. There's gonna be some F bombs. It's what we need right now. Hey, um, again, it's the suicide squad. Like this is where the, the, the jerks and the assholes of the DC universe go to maybe die or maybe live to die another day. Oh, I thought they went to Twitter. Oh, I thought that was this round table. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Have some right. podcasts. We'll be back. Yes. Buy comic books. Tomorrow. Buy comic books. Watch Ghostbusters. Comic shop. Yeah, dude. Bye. <laughs>